Hey guys, happy Friday. Happy Friday, TJ. What's going on, man? Not much, man. I got Mother's Day this Sunday. Looking forward to uh, spending some time with me, Madre. Six feet apart, of course. Um, yes, happy Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah, Mom's going to want to hug me, but uh, of course we got quarantine going on. So uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms and grandmas out there. Nick, we also had a jam-packed show, which included Trent Adia, who is the CEO of Book It Sports. You can go online right now bookitsports.app and sign up to their app that will be coming out here in just about 80 days. We also discussed uh, another upcoming ESPN documentary, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, the summer of SWAT. Talked about that. Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari, update. Then we got into a nice little fun game later on in the show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? One of us was smarter than a fifth grader. One of us was not. Mm. So be sure to tune in for that. And as always, follow us on social media at BrewsBOTB and call in on the voicemail slash text line 314-877-8597. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. Well, hello. You're listening to Brews on the Balcony. With TJ Weber. So I got to show my boobs. And Nick Gale. Hey there, big daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Hey guys, happy Friday. Nick. Oh, you're muted. Oh, I muted you. I'm sorry. Had to do it to you. Doing, dude. Hey, oh, hey, Nick. How you doing, man? <laughs> oh, hey. How are you? What the fuck? You're muting me. You're you're ready. You're ready. Uh, trying to trying to corral me. You didn't have uh, uh, any hot take right off the bat, did you? Because no, just the fact that, that you're screaming every time you start the show. <laughs> Hello. Welcome in Friday. I'm just excited. It's Friday. Oh We're my going god! To the weekend. Quarantine is getting Quarantine closer to being weekend. over. It's it's getting close to being over. I just feel it. I feel people starting to go back to normal a little bit. It's exciting, Nick. It's exciting. It's exciting. Big ups, big ups, man. What what do you got going on this weekend? Any big, any hot, burning, fiery, fiery uh, events going on in quarantine today? No, or tomorrow, no, or but uh, I think we're gonna go. You know, hang out with mom Sunday. Sit out on the patio uh, a little is, bit. Have a few. Yes, brewskies. it is Mother's Day. You Happy know. Mother's Day, Nance. Happy Mon- Mother's Day, Nance. Happy Mother's Day, Kelly. Uh, all the great moms out there. I mean, that's, all the that's... great moms and grandmoms and grandmoms. Yeah, so should and be great a, grandmoms. Should be a fun little weekend. Nick, we got a jam packed show today. Ah, we got jam packed show. We got lots going on. Uh, we got some. We, I'll read the rundown. We have show open. We have quick hits. We have Trinatia, Book It Sports CEO. We have today's game. We have show wrap. You can follow us at Bruce TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Us at TJ Weber underscore on Twitter. Me at Nick Yale. It's five eight twenty. It's eight thirty eight a.m. It's BOTV live. There we go. I read the whole. I read the whole screen. Nice, Nick. Yeah, that that really gave it some pizzazz there. <laughs> uh, so Trent Addy, uh, CEO of Book It Sports, will be joining us. Uh, we won't tell you what it's about yet. We'll kind of let him do that. It's it's a pretty interesting concept. Uh, he's got an interesting story that he's going to bring to us. So he'll join us at nine a.m. Uh, as Nick mentioned, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Now, we always know how it works when we have a game that we've never played and we bring it to this show with any with zero prep. So, usually a train wreck. Which usually can either mean it's good content or it's 
well, probably nothing. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, we're, we're super excited about it. Couldn't be more excited about it. You so. can get involved on the uh, comment line over here in the Facebook comments. Leave us your hot takes, questions, concerns, voicemails over at 314-877-8597. And, uh, or you can text in if you don't want to call and get roasted. I think we have a text today. Yeah, I think old Walt uh, got involved. I was, I, it was looked like a link to something, which again, this is the ah. gentleman that sent me a picture. Links are of dangerous. His, uh, Links are of, dangerous, TJ. You know that. Yeah, well, he sent me a picture of him and his tidy whiteies one day. Yeah, we, so I'm uh, kind. Everything we get from Walter from Columbia, I kind of take it and I, I sit back and I go, okay, let's just let's get ready. This could be anything if I click on this. Are you so, a tidy whiteies guy? Or are you a boxers or a boxer briefs kind of guy? I, we're not talking about this, but boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. It's uh, used to be boxers through and through. I think I've actually have. It's like an evolution. You know, when you're a kid and you're younger, you had the tidy whities. You had just, like you the just Superman, do. Superman uh, undies. Yeah, and then maybe and some Spider Man. Spider Man, and then you move into boxers when you're about I don't know, you know, teenager, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and then you become an adult and you wear boxer briefs. Yeah, that that's kind of how the evolution goes. Yeah, man. I don't know why I just didn't wear boxer briefs my Tidy entire whities. life. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just uh, they're more they're more they they keep everything in line, Nick. They're just keep uh, everything in line. Yeah, they, minimal 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 chafing. <laughs> Save that. Yeah, uh, minimal chafing, and uh, I don't know. Just it just they hit different. They uh, they just I don't know. I get excited when I wear uh, boxer briefs. It, it You're makes not it rocking any man thongs. Day. Well, you ever wear like a, a pair of a pair of uh, boxers that get too tight? And then they start kind of hugging your junk a little bit, and it's just yeah. too much. And it's like suffocating your junk, and you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. And then you got to make a change. Or the boxers get all get all rolled up inside the pants, and then it's it's the problem. You can't keep them situated. Correct. And then you're then you're in trouble. Yeah. You, but you're not a fan. You never rock the man thong. <laughs> Save that. No. I we've talked <laughs> we, we've talked about this actually. We've talked Have about we? if they if they actually make thongs for men. You never know. I, I mean, I think I think that's been actually a, a conversation. Crusty it's, underwear. You know, well, I mean, we just recycle content on the show. We've done too many shows to where we just have to recycle old content. Then, yeah, I wonder how many times we've said. I don't think we've talked about this, and we've definitely talked about it. So, Likely, would but, you, you know, for the for the new listeners out there, you know, that aren't going back to 2017, 2018 shows. You know, they get the they get the fresh it's like fresh content would, for them. Would you wear a man thong, Nick? I don't think I would. I don't want that shit riding up my ass crack. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's you know I think I think women feel the same way. I've heard nobody likes to actually wear thongs. Like I, I've heard I've heard hit or miss because I don't know. I've heard some ladies love love to. Apparently, it's because they don't show. So whenever they wear like yoga pants and stuff, it doesn't show the outline of like panties. And women, if you're watching, jump on in here. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, think about a piece of string consistently just up your ass. Just they, right they, up it, the it, ass. It just it can't feel good. No. No. No one want no one wants that. So but, what uh, what is the what's the use of you know, wearing that? I mean, I is it sexy? Yeah. I, like I, I think guess. that's part of it a little bit, but it's like if you're just going out for a jog you know, I don't. I don't know. To me, Nick, if I have something going up my ass, I, it's just I don't, I don't really want to go run or do anything. I'm like, why am are I you, wearing are this? You, are you are you rocking a fresh pair of yoga pants this morning? I'm not. No, I uh, I'm actually 
got the you don't ever like shirt. you don't, you don't ever like try Laura's Laura's yoga pants on for yeah because we're the exact same size uh you know so I it's like have <laughs> you seen the have you have you seen have you seen those uh those TikToks DJ where they do the flip the switch I forgot I don't know if that's I think it's Drake Drake yeah, song I just flipped the switch and you know the girl yeah, and the guy sure. are sit, sitting there dancing and they flip the switch and then they're wearing each other's clothes well well sure the girls clothes are always I'm way hip, too I'm on small TikTok, on the guy. yeah absolutely Epper's in the balcony on TikTok. We haven't posted a talk in a while, TJ. No. We, it, it, we had a conversation the other day, and Nick, who was so adamant about this TikTok stuff, looked at me in the face. He goes, I don't think we're we're TikTokers. I don't, I don't think we're good at it. I go, we, no. yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, see, the, the thing about TikTok is there's a lot of a lot of, a lot of dancing going on, TJ. We're not real great dancers, so no one wants to see us dancing on, on the talk. Usually you see all the – you see the Charlie D'Amelio's. You see all the hot chicks dancing. Everybody likes those videos. No one wants to see two – 26 year old uh dudes with beards dancing on tiktok speak for yourself i mean there might be some people that's a good demographic <laughs> for some people i, I tell you know. what though I, I tell you what is funny though there's a guy from barstool his name's big ev and yes he's been doing this uh it's called duets where you basically had the same dance going on the same time as you know one of the the other girls or whatever and he's doing the dance and he's like he's a huge guy I mean, he's got he's a huge belly and he's wearing the exact same clothes they are it's freaking hilarious oh and it's he just so he good. just buys into that it's so funny he just actually had uh he had hernia surgery yesterday so he was he was laid up so he was hoping to get back to doing the uh the the, the duet tiktoks with the with the with the ladies later on but uh it was funny because he posted on twitter the other day and said you know, when I graduated college and got a communications degree, never in my life did I think I'd be dancing on the internet in girls' clothing. <laughs> Save that. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 wild times, and he's actually got like a hundred thousand followers or something. It's pretty wild. Tell uh, you, there's a there's a demographic for it. Maybe some people think that's kinky. <laughs> you, you never you never know. I guess not. No, you can get involved though today. Three one four eight seven seven. Eight five nine seven. Nick, we got some quick hits here. Uh, quick hits now. Quick hits. Little sports info today. Uh, NFL schedules were released yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. Now the some NFL things schedule. to look at. You got Patty Mahomes going up against uh, Deshaun Watson in Week One. You got Deshaun Watson coming to Detroit for the Thanksgiving. Uh, you got the Lions taking on the Bucks December. I believe it's twenty sixth. Trying to get tickets for that one. That's going to be cool. Um, and How then, do you feel yeah. that the Lions don't get a single prime time game? Uh, no it's prime fair. time. I mean, dimes. It's a it's a fair thing because loins. imagine having a team that can't make the playoffs, that can't make a run, and maybe this kicks them in the ass a little bit. I love it. Don't give them prime time. Yeah, Lights they, they a little fire Thanksgiving under Thanksgiving is prime time, technically. I mean, but they always get Thanksgiving. Eh, it's Detroit, that's, that's Chicago, Thanksgiving Day, Green Bay. That's Thanksgiving Day. But I'm saying, like, I would call that a big time game. But yeah, you're right. There's only one. Yeah, yeah. It's not but, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, maybe no, Patricia I'm looking will take forward it to, a little fire. Uh, you know, I'm in, I'm looking forward to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, having a good season. Uh, also looking forward to my Denver Broncos having a big year. Uh, it's, so it's going to be, we're, we're excited. You know, we had some good pieces to our bucks team this year. Uh, I think we're going to have a, a, a nice, make a nice run at it. Uh, nonetheless, I do think my Jacksonville Jaguars are, are nice, had a rebuilding year and, uh, might need to take a back seat on them for a while. Yeah. Except for Gardner Minshew. If Minshew mania starts lighting up, then we'll, then we'll be full on Jaguars. 
So, you know, so, so, so you're saying not my options. You're you're putting out there that if the Jaguars suck, you're going to be a Bucks fan. No, Jaguar. If, if the Bucks suck, I think I'll be a Broncos fan because of Drew Locke. Because of Drew Locke, you know, I have some allegiance and Albert O there too now. So, and let me tell you about my dynasty franchise team. Okay, let me you get you my drop a, board out. Hold we on, got a, a lot. Mm. We got a lot of. We're eyeing some things on the franchise. Squad, I'm a bitch. TJ. Yeah, big mm-hmm. year, big year for we, we I'm addressed a bitch. the tight end situation last year, but now we got a running back issue that we got it. We got to address. Got to hold yourself out Kevin a little Coleman bit. was going to get traded away from San Francisco, and they instead traded Matt Breda. So we're okay with Tevin Coleman's situation. I love Freeman now boys. third back in Denver because Melvin Gordon's there at the number one back with Philip Lindsay. So we got to address a running back what? in the first round of the draft, and then we're going to try to trade what? back into the first round potentially. So we're going to see how it goes. Right. Be interesting, though. Should be a fun year. <gasps> wow. The- wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Great job. That's a did great you get some, story. Did you sneak some good drops in there on me? Yeah, I, I did. I did. So Love uh, to see it. Anyway, NFL Love schedule's it. out. It's it's one of the most My- exciting things, Nick, because no sports are going on. So every well, uh, app went crazy, like CBS and yes. and, ESPN. And, and, and-, and my favorite part about that is not only, like you said yesterday, a whole ESPN story about how the draft was moved or the draft. The, the schedule announcement was moved up from seven seven thirty to seven o'clock for a three hour special instead yeah. of a two and a half hour special. But the fact that every not I won't say every because I didn't fact check this, a lot of the NFL teams prior to the three hour special being announced just put out like an, a very uh, unique video releasing their schedule. So for instance, my Denver Broncos put out one with all the guys like. A full house. They're not your Denver Broncos. You don't own them. You never have. You never will. They're not yours. My Denver Broncos. Um, QB one, Drew Locke. Remember the name. Uh, best quarterback in the in the NFL draft in 2019. You know, don't forget it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to root against him, but I'm sure there's a lot of people now that hate Mizzou. That now the he has all these weapons. Nick, he has. This is the worst part. This is the worst possible scenario for you because it's either. 100% or zero, he's going to really win a shit ton of games and possibly go on a Super Bowl run in a couple of years, or he's just going to fucking tank. Because now he has no excuses. He's got a shit ton of weapons. I so think we got a bet. I think we got a bet brewing here. What are we, what are we betting on? All right. I'm going to say, what do you think Real, happens this re, year? What realistic. Think, what do you what? think happens this season with Drew Locke? Like in the, in the Denver Broncos, what would you expect them to fit? Would you expect them to finish? Will they win the division? Will they win the Super no, Bowl? No, they like, won't win you, the division. What Chief, do you Chiefs, say? Will, Chiefs will win the division. Okay, I think I think they could. I think they could be a wild card team, but playoffs seems like a little too hard to tell. If we set an over under on wins, I think that's a that's a more even even All playing. Right, nine field. wins over under nine wins. Ooh, well you're obviously taking the under. Well, yeah. So I'll take the over. Yeah, let's do it. Nine wins. Okay. Okay. So if they go ten and six. Nine, if no, they if go, it's nine and seven, it's a push. If it's if it's eight, yeah. If it's eight and eight or lower, I win. If it's ten and six or higher, you win. There it is. And now this is what I want to do. I maybe want to add a little bit more into this, but we always have our beards. You know, we're big beard guys now. I was I was thinking the same way. You got to go clean shaven. Clean shaven, but I think you go clean shaven for like an entire month. Like you don't you don't shave it once and let it grow back. You have to keep shaving it clean. For an entire uh, month. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Or you could do uh you could do a really ugly beard shave. Yeah, that that's that's good too. Because then you too. have to go and instead of the clean shaving, like you have to go ugly beard for like a week or two weeks and then 
you would obviously just go clean shaven after that. And then yeah, yeah, that back. that's that's good. I like that. All right, like there, that. there, all right, there it is. The bets of Vir- that. Virtual, virtual handshake. handshake. Got it. All right, that'll work. There's no way that the Denver Broncos are winning more than nine games. It's not happening. There's Never no know. shot. Uh, Never know. I like of, to make it interesting, though. Speaking of NFL, Nick, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, Jake Cutler, uh, in the news. I feel bad for this guy. He's getting divorced from Kristen Cavallari. She's kind of being a uh, little, little uh, I don't know, kind of kind of weird about this whole thing, saying, like, Jay was lazy. I'm like, yeah, did, did you see Jay Cutler? Like, he's a lazy dude. But, you know, the poor guy... Yeah, he, he was an NFL player, but he's made his millions. He's worked his ass off. He doesn't need to do anything. Like, the guy enjoy his life. And she's, like, kind of freaking out at him and wanting a shit ton of money, obviously, uh, because when you get divorced, they wanted to uh, take, what, half of, half of the money. And Jay, I don't sure, even know sure. what Jay Cutler's worth. I don't know how much he made. I could probably look that up. Uh, Nick, what would you think Jay Cutler's net worth is? I'm going to guess Jay Cutler's net worth is... Hmm... Forty million. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it says, according to Nick, my number one source, CelebrityNetwork.com. Uh, yeah, that the big, big listeners, big followers with the OTB Celebrity Network. Jake Cutler worth sixty million. That was close. Not 40. bad. That was off by twenty. Yeah, Kristen Cavallari though, uh, allegedly told Jay she wanted five million dollars to buy a mansion. His response was freezing his bank accounts and telling her to. Quote, get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see it. Throwing uh, the dick on the table. I, I, you know, that seems like a Jay Cutler move because I don't know if you ever watched him. They, they had that little show. I don't know what it was called The with Kristen Cavallari. Wasn't it just called Cavallari or something? Yeah. And uh, so- he always gave her shit like on camera. It was pretty funny. But, uh, you know, just being Jay Cutler, being Mr. Chill and laid back and. So plays in the NFL wins, you know, gets millions of dollars and, uh, and then wants to enjoy his retirement, sit on the couch, have a beer, play some golf. And she says he's being lazy and, and then wants $5 million for how get out of here, bitch. Go Jay Cutler. I'm not even a bears fan at all, but, but I, I support that move by Jay. Yeah, I dig it. I mean, it's, it's going to be a fight. I don't know. I mean, they were married what? 10 years, I guess. They were on the league yeah. together, Nick. That's how I they know them. They were on the league. That's how I know Kristen Cavallari was. That was Prior. one of the uh, best. I mean, that's times. how I know. What, that's what how a I know great that. show. Yeah, it was a great show. The league is one of those shows you want every fantasy football league to be like. Yeah. Because they would go above and beyond, especially on their punishments. They'd be the league that the loser, the last place uh, person in the league, has to get like a tattoo on their ass. Yeah, that, those that's are, what makes those it fun. Are real, those are real punishments. So actually, uh, our league used to have where the first year that we had the quote-unquote Sacco, you know, if anybody hasn't watched the league, it's your last place trophy. Uh, someone had to go out and buy a dildo, Nick. And uh, no. if, you're, <laughs> if you were the worst team in the league, you had to keep that dildo all year. Uh, nice. Don't know what happened to it. Someone did buy one. Uh, someone <laughs> did buy it, and I don't know where it's at anymore. But that was that's what we did. Oh wow! Have you ever that's thought fantastic. about doing like? Because you guys take it pretty seriously. Have you ever oh, thought yeah. about doing like ring, like a ring? <laughs> you find a cheap like ring maker, and you make a championship ring each year, and then you like put it on a shelf or something. Because I thought no. about doing that and like making a trophy or something. Well, that you pass I thought around. about yeah, I thought about in, in our in our uh, franchise league, we have. The winner gets an NFL jersey of the team of 
a member on their team. So, right. So the franchise league is you keep the same player. You only draft the rookies every year. So even if you get a, a jersey of a player on your team, it's like they're still on your team next year. So it's not like a, a one and done thing. So it makes right. it more legit. So for instance, I've, that's why I have the Alvin Kamara jersey because he's on, he's my RB1 that won me my championship two years ago. And we thought about doing some different trophies at different times. I thought about like a WWE championship belt for a while. And then that has like places where you can put the new members each year and, and pass the belt around. But we've never, we've just done the Jersey. Um, and we haven't done anything for the loser because the competitive level isn't, it still isn't fair enough. We're only, we're now getting to a point eight or nine years into it where it's finally being where every team can be competitive. So it wouldn't have been fair to make a punishment for the last place uh, team because it takes so long to build your build your squadron. Right, it takes ten years squadron. to build a squad. Yeah, the dynasty thing's fun. I I'm trying to get into that too. But uh, anyway, your thoughts on fantasy football punishments uh, leagues three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Before we get to Trent Adia from uh, and Nick, I'm gonna ask him what his last name is because I I've been trying. I've said Adia. I've said Adia. We got to get sure. him on and, and get this figured out. Uh, we'll have him on. He's the CEO of Book It Sports, and uh, it's a it's an interesting app. So if you like Twitter and Facebook and all the social media apps, it is basically social media for sports betters. So it's it's a pretty interesting concept. It's a uh, it's an exciting app that he's going to be launching here in about what Nick eighty two days, I believe. Yeah, week one of the NFL season. Nice, nice. That's a good one. Yeah, I think he did that on purpose. Week one of the NFL season. Yeah, so it's going to be good. Uh, excited to bring him on. Um, and, yeah, we'll see. We'll kind of see what he has to say about the app, and, and he can tell us a little bit more. But uh, are we getting to the McGuire Sosadoc? Yeah. Are you excited about that? Yeah, absolutely. I I saw that. I wasn't aware of it. and I since- didn't know. They're dropping. I mean, ESPN's got to be going to the vault on all of their content there. Yeah. With the MJ doc coming in, and then the McGuire Sosa doc and the Roy Halladay doc that's coming out. Um, oh, I didn't hear perfect. about that either. That's coming out. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, you didn't see the Roy Halladay one. Yeah, no. that one's that one's coming out in uh, May twenty seventh. That could be totally wrong. I think I think the Halladay doc is coming out in May, and then the McGuire Sosa doc on June fourteenth, I believe, is the date on that one. Nice, but. I didn't so, even know they had these. I no, was like, no. And, and the thing is, ESPN usually like ramps these up. Like we heard about the Michael Jordan one, what a year and a half ago, right? And we knew it was coming out late, and then they pushed it up a few months because of quarantine. Granted, that was a ten-part series, so it's right, bit- which I understand. But in this case, I mean, I think ESPN and Netflix are the two that have really dominated the content uh, during quarantine. You know, oh, without a doubt, because ESPN, even going back to the NFL draft, just killed it i mean it was such a cool event for being all virtual um and then you got the michael jordan documentary series which has been awesome without sports uh just just glued in i mean i haven't got anything i mean i've been bored i haven't been really pushed back on my phone i've been watching the entire thing uh and then i heard about the mcguire sosa home run chase documentary they're doing and nick we can relate to that because when we were what five years old this was going Uh, on and now we get an opportunity to kind of see it in another light. Like when we're when we're kids, we know we hear about Mark McGuire, we watch him, we go to the games, we know he hits seventy home runs. But as kids, we don't really know the whole story through it. You know what I mean? So it should be interesting to see how uh, how we went through that, how him and Sosa were back and forth. And 
I think probably the best year of baseball, one of the best years of baseball in my lifetime, if, when you think about it, you know, when we were kids, we didn't even know we were in like the best like era for baseball because you had all this excitement going on, you know, even though there's controversy now with what happened, you still talk about how many home runs were hit. Imagine having 70 home runs now. It'll, it'll never happen again, I don't think. Yeah, you know? no, I, I wouldn't would think not without the uh, without steroids and how much better analytics are and how much better pitchers are nowadays. You just don't see as many home runs hit. I mean, when a guy hits 40 home runs in a season, you think that's a lot. Yeah. And so to get, yeah, even above 50 is, is seems, seems highly unlikely. And, and these guys were, were hitting them left and right. Of course, McGuire, you know, breaking the record there for a, for a, for a bit before bonds came, came back through. But, um, yeah, I think it's interesting to see kind of how these guys are are com- competitors against each other, not only from the Cardinals Cubs rivalry, but but as each other, and then how they're kind of jump, jumping in, you know, and still being friends throughout the this, the same, you know, at the same time. You know, yes, they both of them were using steroids and, and whatnot, but it was just cool to see. Like I said, when we were younger, Mark McGuire obviously being every kid in St. Louis's favorite player oh, yeah. until Albert Pujols came along. And, uh, and so I'm definitely excited to see that one, probably more so than, than the MJ doc. I mean, I know the MJ doc is awesome and the greatest documentary probably of all time, especially for fans that are Bulls fans or didn't grow up uh, or grew up watching him or maybe don't remember some of those that time period because they're too young, much like we are with, with the McGuire doc. I think I'm more excited to see uh, the McGuire Sosa doc, though. I'm, but, I'm very, very intrigued about that. No, yeah, because you get the Cardinals-Cubs tie-in. It kind of hits closer to home, you know, but – the Michael Jordan stuff is is neat because it's just it was first and it was a, it's a ten part series which is so cool it just keeps going going going, um, but with this one I mean like I said it's it's gonna be cool knowing that I was at some of those games and just didn't appreciate it you know as much as I do I, I just knew oh there's McGuire hitting home runs again like it was just a normal right. thing but now it's like holy shit he hit fucking seventy home runs like think about hitting fucking- seventy home runs in a game I can't even do that in a video game. It's unreal. Like, I mean, just the sheer power that they had. These guys, I mean, gr- granted, again, they were on steroids, but like that, it was just fun to watch. Like, it's just more fun to, to watch. Like, pitchers were using steroids as well. And so, this still the whole steroid era just made made it a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, think about how spoiled we were as kids to see McGuire going into Albert Pujols' era. I mean, it was. Oh, I know. That's why that's I think that's honestly why so many Cardinal fans are, you know, pissed off every time the Cardinals like even make the playoffs and they only win one series or not even mm-hmm. one series and they're like, Oh, we should have won the World Series, like blow the team up, fire Mosaic. It's like, dude, well, relax. It's, it's, it's because it's, they, we they, they don't spoiled have for a that. long time. We don't have a, a once in a generation player like Albert Pujols anymore. It's just Right. The fact. Yeah. They 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 had the championships and they had the the runs of of greatness there through, I mean, even the early two thousands weren't that great though. Like they weren't winning a ton of games there before 2004 world series, you know, in the early two thousands. So, um, McGuire was kind of the highlight to watch, you know, mm-hmm. when you're not winning championships right there before TLR came at, at the late nineties, um, you know, to be able to bridge that gap from when they won in the eighties so McGuire was kind of that guy that kind of made it exciting to go watch the St. Louis Cardinals to go to, to go watch baseball. 
uh, before they kind of got good again when Pujols came in and they they started winning again. So, but with now and now without that franchise, that cornerstone player. I mean, you have Yachty, but Wainwright, those guys are getting older. They don't have that young stud player to kind of get excited about and get get excited around. And that's what people are freaking out about is, you know, that you got Goldschmidt and you got guys that can kind of bridge the gap to the next generation. But it at one point, I mean, I know it's the St. Louis Cardinals. They always are going to go for a World Series championship. But you have to think, like my dad said in the 70s, they were terrible. So, like, at one point, the Cardinals have to be bad again, don't they? I mean, in our lifetime, they have to take a, a dip somewhere. I mean, it's well, just the way it works. It doesn't always happen. Like You're kind of seeing, you know, the Cardinals philosophy behind things like that is sustained success, right? They're never going to go out and spend big for the free agent like the Dodgers, the Yankees do, um, or the Cubs have, have done a little bit with certain players. You know, it's about developing in, in, in-house talent, homegrown talent to make you sustain success over time. You know, you may not win the world series every year, but it's the sustained competitiveness that the, the front office believes in that the fans don't necessarily buy into because they want to see, you know, a Mike Trout or a John Carlos Stan yeah. or, you know, a Manny Machado, a $300 million player come in here and, and become the guy that Albert Pujols was. And that's what the fans want because that's what's exciting. That's what they're used to with again, McGuire Pujols. And so without that, it's like, okay, yes, it's exciting to watch baseball. Um, but, you know, do I really care to go see a mid-June game when the team, yes, might be competitive right there, but they're not in a pennant race and there's no player that's you're going to be whacking home runs. You know, you're going to be winning 2-1 ball games on defense and pitching versus right winning 10 to two games with a bunch of home runs that makes it more exciting for fans. So the, 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 the league or the, the front office wants to be competitive and wins those prioritizes defense and pitching where fans want to see the excitement of offense. Yeah. And so, and I get it, it, it but it's, it's, it's a business it's, it's, at the, at the end of the day, it's a business. And I yeah. mean, every move that when, when John Mozeliak comes out and defends Dexter Fowler, the Dexter Fowler signing, he knows it's a, it's a miss. He knows that it was a total, total yeah. miss, but he can't go out there and say, yeah, Dexter sucks while the guy's right. still under contract. That's just – You got you you know, you to stand behind expecting him. that. Like, oh, why did Mosaic say this? Dude, he has to. Like, what, what are you going to say if you're the GM? You say, yeah, these people suck. Yeah, this guy's brutal. Yeah, why did we sign him? No, we're not going to do that. That would be interesting if he did that, but he wouldn't. I'm glad that the B-Fibs aren't the GM, that Mosaic is our GM. Whatever your feelings are about <laughs> Bowtie that, you know – he is doing his job, maybe not to the best of his ability every year. Maybe he missed on some moves, but it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, right. he's a GM. He's a GM for the reason, and fans are fans for the reason. Everybody likes to play armchair GM and sit there, coulda, shoulda, woulda. What would we be doing? But if you let a, one of these B fib fans uh, be the GM, a none of those moves are realistically going to be made that they want to be made because other GMs are trying to do the same thing and win as well. Right. And B, even if you did do those moves, then all of a sudden you're fucked for 20 years because you, you ran into some bad contracts. I mean, just look how bad some of the contracts with the current guys are. And they're not even that big of deals. With Fowler Think of and, how and bad it would have been if they Brett signed Pujols, and, man. I mean, yeah. he, he completely tanked and could it have been different in St. Louis? Sure. Maybe, but think about, how much his numbers tanked, how much they're paying him in Anaheim still. And the Cardinals were able to at least get back to the World Series without him, you know, with Matheny a couple years later against Boston, got our dicks kicked in, but we still got there. 
So it's the team is better off. I mean, like the like it sucks to like let your guy go. It's the same thing with Yachty now. You know, not that caliber of a player, but he's beloved more than Pujols probably now. Yachty, I'd say he's probably number one or number two be close for be a lot close. of fans right now of yeah. all time Cardinals. So if he leaves though, Yachty, it's the same thing, man. It's like yeah, he's been here forever. We've seen him win two championships with this team. We love him. We love Yachty. He always will. But it's like, at the same time, if he's fucking hitting below 230 coming up soon and, and his knees aren't holding up, you got to get rid of him. It's a business. I know. It's the way That's it gonna is. Be, it's going to be interesting to see because he said he would go to free agency if the Cardinals didn't sign him. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think see that happening. I don't I just, think they'll I don't think they'll. Let I think him, it's a bluff. I think, I think it is, too. He's going trying to get another a longer contract, a little, like two more yeah, years may, or something. Yeah, two instead of a one yeah. type deal. But, but we'll see. I mean, I'm interested to see how that shakes out as well. For sure. Uh, your thoughts are welcome on the Cardinals, on the uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Home Run Chase documentary. Uh, you can get involved here on the Facebook comment line. Nick, uh, Trent is supposed to be joining us here soon. Is he coming on or is he not Yeah, responding? he said he's ready to go. Okay. Is he jumping on a phone call or what's he doing? I think he's in the Zoom. Is he? Oh, yeah. I see him. He's in the waiting room. My bad. Yeah. Okay. You well, got to let him in, TJ. You got to let him in. That's That's on me then. That's on me. All right. Jeez. First thing I'm going to ask him is how you pronounce his name because that's just it's one thing I have not been able to. That's, that's where you got to get start. down. Yeah, because it's it, I I like if it was just at you, Trent. Are you there, sir? Oh, he's connecting the audio. There he is, Trent. Trent joins yeah. us from the uh, phone line. What's up, man? How, how's it going? Doing well. How are you? Good. So I got to get it out right away. Do you pronounce your name? Is it Adia or is it Atya? Atia. 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 Yeah. Okay. I was sitting there and I was telling Nick we were doing a little show prep last night and I go, man, I got to get this down. I can't, I don't know if it's Atia or Atia. I got to make sure I get it. Uh, wow, look at that fresh cut. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I, my hair was just going out of control and it was like three months since I had a haircut. So I just impulsively shaved it all off. <laughs> there we go. There I thought about doing that the other day too. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. getting to that point, man. Well, Trent joins us here, uh, the CEO of Book It Sports. Trent, appreciate your time today, man. Um, it's the first time I've actually got to talk to you, so it's awesome to, to see you in person, or I guess virtually. Yeah, of course. No, I'm, I've heard a lot about you from Nick, and uh, we had the opportunity to meet in Orlando uh, when we were there for our, the Startup Accelerator. Uh, I've just seen a lot of your guys' work since we've met and uh, loved keeping up with what you guys are doing. Absolutely, man. Well, let's let's get to know you a little bit. I mean, book it sports. If if you had to tell somebody about it uh, for your first pitch, what would be the uh, the description of, of what you're doing? He's done this one or two times. Yeah, I'm sure he has. <laughs> yeah. So, book it sports in a nutshell is a sports betting social media platform. Uh, I came up with the idea when I realized that there was a massive problem in the industry of sports betting that's rapidly growing, and then the problem is that. There's a lack of simplified content consumption and user-generated content engagement. And so I identified that when I realized that my friends were jumping from multiple apps, platforms, websites, uh, different sources of all types to consume various forms of betting content. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when I was like, how is there not a platform dedicated strictly for this type of engagement? Uh, so when I, you know, kind of came up with the idea, I just really felt like I needed to execute on it. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's such a cool idea. You know, whenever Nick was talking about it, when he met you in Orlando and, and t tell me about the idea, 
it's genius. I mean, I, I described it to, to the audience when we brought you on basically about Twitter, but for sports betters, because if you go out there, you're right. You have to go follow these certain accounts, but then it gets kind of diluted in your feed with everything else you follow. And this kind of brings all the betting content you want in a one place. It's, it's genius. Yeah. And I didn't think it was like, it, it wasn't working well following one or two sports betting accounts and having that be, your source of uh, information and guidance for betting. Mm -hmm. Because if you follow, you know, five or 10 accounts, all of a sudden your whole feed is all betting. I don't want to see all betting right. when I go to Instagram. I'm not going to Instagram for betting resources. But uh, when I go to book it or a dedicated app strictly for this type of content, uh, I know exactly what, I'm, what type of content I'm engaging with when I go there. Uh, Book It Sports is going to be not only the social hub for sports betting, but we want it to be the informative hub where people can go and make them better informed betting decisions. Uh, so we only we want them to come to our app not only to socialize, but to inform themselves better, get smarter, and educate themselves. So I guess the first thing I'm going to ask is what made you spark this idea? I mean, it's it's so cool. Where you, It's always a good story to know where these ideas came. Were you in a bar? Were you just kind of sitting around? Has it been an idea for years? I mean, what's, uh, what's the storyline? Yeah, so I just have had an entrepreneurial mindset for a long time. I knew I wanted to revolutionize or change the way that a certain group of people do something. And so I just have always had a passion for sports. My career was going to be in play-by-play -play radio like you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have had several ideas in the past where I never really acted on it. And then I would see that idea in an advertisement on my Instagram. And I'd be like, damn it, you know, I missed out on an opportunity to actually make this happen. And so I promised myself uh, next time I had a good idea, I was going to give it a shot. And I was just, I'm a sports broadcasting major. So I've really just always been thinking, okay, what could I do in this industry to like change the way people do something? Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt like I had an advantage because of my youth and, you know, being knowledgeable about what my demographic is, um, you know, so used to and what they're craving in today's time uh, and how to like inter intertwine sports and media together and so sports betting was like new to me as a freshman in college um and one day my friend had money on the heavily favored toronto raptors to beat the hornets mm -hmm. in 2018 and uh and jeremy lamb for the hornets hit a full court shot at the buzzer and my friend had a hilarious reaction and i just didn't <laughs> know where i didn't know where to put it but i know that there were definitely people out there who lost money on that game because it was like Charlotte Hornets plus like 450 to win the game. And Jeremy Lamb literally hits the most ridiculous shot ever. Uh, and I just didn't know where I could put this video where it would, I knew it would go viral, but it just like, it didn't resonate with the content on my social media. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just like, it, it didn't, I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Uh, and so that's when I was like, what, where could I post this where it would go viral and I don't have to like feel weird about posting it. Uh, and he was like, you know, I've actually made a separate Twitter and Instagram account specifically for sports betting and following and posting stuff. And that, you know, was just one random day on the couch, almost a year ago to the day. Uh, I remember I took my last final junior year 
and I took my last final my senior year yesterday. So it was literally almost a year ago to the day I had the idea just come to my head. Wow. And out of nowhere, I was just like, I'm going to call it Book It. <laughs> wow. So you're, you're telling yeah. me in a year you came up with the idea, got the concept, got everything together, the developers, and then now, I mean, I, I'm, we'll talk about this too. You're in an, an accelerated program that's going to go to Reno to possibly be, do this full time. I mean, a year you did all this. I mean, what a year it's been, I guess. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy. And like for me, I feel like every year there's something drastic that happens to me that you know changes the, my path of where I'm going. You know, freshman yeah. year was the Westbrook thing, and then yeah, and then, uh, sophomore year I worked for the Cowboys, and then junior year the nfl network and then now this and um you know there's a lot that's happened within that timeline that's you know obviously shapes me who i am today whether it's success or failure but i, <laughs> I think every, everything i've done you know was a building block to leading me to where i am now which i'm really grateful for that's yeah awesome. for the uh for the people that don't know t- tell us about the westbrook story because that's hilarious yeah, so I was a freshman in college, and as a sports broadcasting major, I wanted to get my foot in the door somehow, some way. And I was a diehard Thunder fan since day one, since they moved to OKC. And uh, why not, you know, try to get an entry-level job with some writers for the Thunder? And so I reached out to this Twitter account that I've been following for years. Uh, was like, yo, I'd love to write for you guys, just trying to get some experience in sports. And they were very nice enough to give me an opportunity to, you know, write pre and post game reports. And so then I'm doing all that for the start of the season. And then the next season's coming around and we get Carmelo and Paul George. Oh wow. And I was like, this was huge in Oklahoma City and I was freaking out. And so I was like, uh, the group chat of employees was talking about going to a uh, media day. And I was like, oh, I got to go to this. Can I please come? And they're like, yeah, sure. You can live tweet for us. And so I go to Oklahoma City, not really knowing what I'm doing. I haven't met these guys before yet even. Um, And I get there and, you know, it's just like every other press conference you see on TV. And I didn't know at the time it was literally live broadcasted on NBA TV. Uh, Nor did I know really what I was getting into. But uh, Westbrook comes to the podium and I was like, I asked the guy next to me, I was like, am I allowed to ask him a question? And they were like, you're the media, aren't you? Like, yeah. And I was like, I have to. I have to ask Westbrook a question. So I had a pretty solid question. And I didn't want to be the newbie in the room and write it down. Because uh, nobody writes it down. I was looking around me. It's my first time in the media room. And so I like, you know, kind of sacked up a little bit, raised my hand, get the microphone. And uh, <laughs> totally just lost all train of thought. <laughs> and uh, and I totally just, nothing came out of my mouth except a bunch of blabber. And, and Westbrook, you know, as he's got a reputation for being, uh, being pretty uh, harsh to the media, but he handled it like so well. It could have been so much worse, but, uh, but he just laughed it off. And I just handed the microphone to whoever the hell was next to me as soon as possible. <laughs> and, uh, and within five minutes, it was on ESPN. It was on Bleacher Report. Oh, my I had God. five million views before I even got out of my chair. Uh, and LeBron James liked it. 
Seth Rogen commented <laughs> on it. I was I just needed to get the hell out of Oklahoma City. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. No, I I've been there. I mean, it's just. Yeah. But then you're like, it's my time to shine. I got it. I practiced oh, it a hundred yeah, times. Totally. And then right when you get the mic, it's just blank, and you're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Every, yeah. Everybody's been in that in that spot before. The, the stakes were just a little bit bigger because it was because uh, it was Russell Westbrook. But shit, man, I wouldn't even ask questions at like at like Blues Media Day or like. <laughs> like, ah, I don't know if this is a good question or not. Like, I don't know if it's going to elicit a good response and I don't want to piss off like all the other people that are actually doing their jobs here. I'm just like some schmuck fucking yeah. in college. It's trying to write yeah. a blog about Mizzou Tigers that yeah. I, 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 just, need, I don't need to waste one of the questions on the media for, for me when, when there are more important people in the room. Yeah. I just didn't, I wasn't going to drive three and a half hours to Oklahoma and back and not ask Russell Westbrook the question. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I've been there, man. I mean, like I said, it's, I don't think I've had it happen with big time athletes. Thank God. But like, I mean, like when I say big time athletes, I mean, professional athletes, but like collegiate athletes, I've had it. And it's just, you, you turn away, you hand the mic away, you walk off and you're like, damn, man, that was so bad. That was so bad. I practiced it 150 (laughs) times and I messed it up. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Crazy. I tell you what, it's awesome that you're a sports broadcasting major. I didn't, I didn't know that. It's a great major. Yeah. He's the best. Oh, I love it. I love it. TCU has such a great program too. And, uh, the, the opportunities I was able to pursue in college were, were amazing. So are you, are you still in college? Like you're supposed to graduate this May or are you graduating in a couple of weeks or graduation was supposed to be tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we are now doing it. Thankfully, TCU uh, resolved the situation in a great way. Instead of doing some virtual graduation, we're we're just doing it in August, and they're having an over the top like whole thing. That's good. Well, I mean, at least they're doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it just sucks. It, it, there's nothing you can do about it. It's all timing right now. Yeah. And there's something to look forward to too. You know, it's like with a virtual graduation. If I had that tomorrow, you know, like after that it's over like there's yeah. no yeah you know, it, it's at least like oh i'm excited for august you know right right i'm gonna ask you one more question man it's crazy that you've done this in college it's just it's such a cool story as far as the future of the app you know i we we talked about the accelerated program uh i guess talk to our audience more about that what that entails and uh, what your goals are i guess two three four years down the road for book it sports yeah, so I was recently accepted into Accelerator Program in Reno, Nevada. So I am relocating from Dallas to Reno uh, starting in August and living there for six months. And there I will be doing uh, extensive workshops, business development courses, uh, seeking the guidance and advisory from um, the mentors they have a part of the program. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of hands-on advisory which is exactly what i need as a young entrepreneur not even a business business major never taken a business class in my life um so it's really just exactly what i needed at this phase of the startup uh development and um it's a great opportunity they're giving us the funding we need to to keep going with development which is huge especially during a global pandemic Mm -hmm. uh you know raising funds was was something i was really having a hard time with um and i was doing really good at it and then the virus happened you know forcing me to have to like figure out how to fund a startup in a you know global crisis it's just like okay how do i do this and then and then arnox the accelerator program really just came in and 
and save the day. And uh, without them, you know, I, I just wasn't sure what, what I was going to do. I had a lot of leads for funding um, right before March, very positive leads. Things were looking up really well. And then uh, all those basically fell through and kind of left me like, well, you know, am I, I'm graduating soon. Am I doing book it or not? Mm -hmm. Like, like what's the plan? There was a time period where I literally had no idea what the, what next week even looked like. I had no idea. Wow. <laughs> well, that's what, like everybody, you know, no one knows. Why am I listening to your pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's exactly what I needed. Um, and you know, things just keep happening to me that keep falling into place. And I, I knock on wood, you know, I just keep getting so lucky, but, yeah. but, uh, I feel like, you know, stuff happens for a reason. So I just got to keep, you know, working for it. Well, add to the story, man. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. It, it just, once, once, you know, you get to a point and you guys like look back and you're like, holy shit, like we went through so much to get to where we are, you know, and you just, you keep, you keep going. So, uh, congratulations, man, on everything you've done with this app. Super, super exciting. We're pumped up to, to follow it. I guess for everybody out there, how can they get in touch? How can they get on social media? Maybe get on the list to get the app. What can they do? Yeah. So if you visit the book it sports website, www.bookitsports.app, uh, you can sign up for the pre-launch, uh, we'll be sending updates on development and uh, our progression there and some exclusive offerings. So be sure to sign up and follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect and discuss further in any way. Um, I'm very approachable and would love to talk to anybody who's interested. Awesome. Trent Adia from Book It Sports, CEO. Thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thank you guys. Have a good one. You too. You too. All right, Nick. Well, that was a good. That was a good conversation, man. Yes, I think sir. a lot of people uh, are interested in Book It Sports. It's it's definitely one of those apps that's going to be awesome. I think there's a lot of a lot of future with it. So you had a chance Dude. to talk to Trent more about everything uh, in the first place, and then kind of you know brought the the idea and what he's doing yeah. to me, and I th mm -hmm. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, we were down at the Pro Bowl together uh, in January, late January, part of an accelerator program that we were both there for and, and just bounced a ton of ideas off each other uh, when it comes to the sports gambling uh, landscape and, and what it means for the future. Because, yes, sports are dead now, but when they come back, they're going to come back bigger, heavier, faster than they ever have before. You're already seeing – Stock prices surge for the sports betting companies like William Hill, Penn National, um, the uh, MGM, Caesars, all, all the big, all the big companies. Because uh, when they, when sports come back, those pro sports bettors and even the average sports bettors are going to be itching to to bet on sports again, to bet on ponies, to bet on hockey, basketball, NFL. People are betting on the NFL draft, as we heard from Sam Richmond last week from Bleacher Report. And so it's just going to be it's going to be a, an industry that continues to grow over time, not only as states legalize sports betting, but but from a money standpoint too, billions of dollars already put into sports betting industry. And it's only going to continue to grow over time. So it's really the future of sports and where it's going to be. I mean, I mean, and it's exciting to see Trent with his app, Book It Sports. You know, that's the that's the that's how you do it. Is you do it on the mobile platform. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody wants to to be involved, and uh, and, and they want to get in 
get their betting done on their phone. And so, and not only that, also social media and now combining the two together, I think he's really got something there. Absolutely. Again, that's booketsports.app. Booketsports.app. Nick has put it into the uh, comment line here too, so you can get subscribed to that whenever it comes out. Uh, as, the, as he said, first week of NFL season, which is pretty much the perfect spot for it. Uh, yep. So thanks to Trent for joining us. Nick, we do have a game before we wrap ah, it up today. A little game today. A little game action. Friday fun day. Again, eh? We're always playing with fire because we've never tried this. <laughs> oh, we've never done it. <laughs> playing with fire here. Uh, oh. Should we get a little music in here? What, what should I go after here? What yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a little music. Get a little... Uh... A little education, educational music is that a thing? No, I don't think Does so. Does that exist? No, and educational music. I don't want to hear like the ABC song over and over. Um, uh, yeah, that 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 would not be not be bueno. All right, well, uh, let's for, we need... eh, forget about music. We're fine. Ah, uh, yeah, forget it. All right, so all right, so, so what are the what's ahead. the rules here? What are the rules here? What are we doing? So TJ and I have pulled up two different websites with quote unquote, are you smarter than a fifth grader questions? I'm not sure what site you're on, TJ. I'm on BuzzFeed.com. I'm on WeHaveKids.com. Uh, there we go. So okay. we have two different websites with questions that are allegedly uh, first through fifth grade questions, I believe, is how the game works. Of course, mine are in uh, – actually, mine are, do determine if it's a first or a, a second, third, fourth, or fifth grade. I think yours do as well. So we'll go through, ask the questions, and uh, key points here. Although I don't think I get multiple choice. I think you do. So that, that's you, tough. You have, a little, that's you tough. have a little handicap here. You have You have a – you have a little little edge. Now, I, I will say this. If it does get tougher, Nick, it goes all the way back to first grade. It's like by grade, basically. So, like, I'll go to fifth grade, but these are tough. I, I would not have known a lot of these. So Can, can, I, pick my, can I pick my topic? Well, no. There's just five questions. There's no... Oh, okay. Okay, five questions. Oh, all wait, right. you wait. Me? Yeah, you're right. Okay, here you go. So, yeah, they I have... Th- I, I see it now. They got history, uh, English, and literature... Just ask me a random, random question. So we'll do a first grade, a second grade, a third grade, a fourth grade, and a fifth grade, and you just pick the topic because I don't think I can pick the topic on yours. Okay, one from each one from each grade, and yes. then we mess we we mess around with the the categories. Right. Okay. Right. So we'll start with uh, first grade. Okay. All right. Would you like okay. me to go first, or do you want to? What's up? I will ask the first question here. Okay. Now you got to listen closely. Audio okay. podcast here. Don't have it in front of it to read you like you normally would if you were playing the, the game show. And this All is right. first grade, right? First grade this right is, here. This is first grade English. Okay. First grade English. Judge how many myself nouns, if I miss this. How many nouns are in the following sentence? Okay. Okay. The rabbit ran to the cafeteria and ate a big salad. One more time slower. The rabbit ran to the cafeteria and ate a big salad. There would be three. It would be rabbit, cafeteria, and salad, I believe. You are correct. Hey, Nouns are rabbit, right. cafeteria, and salad. Smarter than a first grader. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Nick, uh, your first question from first grade. How many continents are there? Ooh, how many continents are there? Yes. It's a tough one. Do I have to name them all? No, just how many? Just the number. There's there's seven. Seven continents. Ding, 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 ding. That's correct. Nick, uh, we're both one for one. We passed first grade. Congratulations. We passed first grade. (laughs) Congratulations. We're smarter than a first grader. Congratulations. I think that gets us like $10,000. 
Yeah, ten thousand. So it's like a who wants to be a millionaire? You get you keep going up the ladder a little bit. So there you go. All move, right, move here you go. Second grade. Wow, oh, that's a that's a that's a dumb question. <laughs> I gotta find a tougher second grade question than that. That's stupid. The other one's true or false. So you, so you might you might get off easy here. Okay. Um, between the two the two second grade. Let's see. Uh, I got one ready. Okay. If uh, okay, yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. While I try to find a not a super simple. That's like a, these are like preschool questions. Go ahead. You ask my second grade. Okay. Nick, what are the three branches of the United States government? This is second grade. The three branches of the United States government. Yeah, we, we need have, music. I'm going to put a little music in the back. Yeah, where the, where, where's the music at? Do, do, can you answer the question? Do you, do you know? Did you forget? You have Congress. You have the Supreme Court. And you have the presidential office. I don't think those I mean, are the three. three you're, you're not really wrong. It's it's, it's not I mean, the three like it's not the three. That's uh, not the the right way to say them though. It's legislative, judicial, and executive. Yeah, so it's, it's not it's not the right way to say them. So but I, I mean, you, but you, I so, so we're gonna say like, you're wrong. You're I get like right. half a point. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. I get half a point. Uh, we got to find a harder one. This. These are stupid. You, I can only find two second grade questions for 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 this. Uh... Well, I got the good side. I got a ton. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna jump over to your side. Well, you can't do that because I can see the answers. Well, I'll just go to uh, another second grade question. All right. Hey, while Nick's doing that, you can follow us at BrewsBOTB. You can always leave voicemails for us, 314-877-8597. There you go. I forgot to mention Walter's uh, text and text. Ah, yeah, you can read uh, read Walter's question. He said, let's see. He sent a Twitter link, and he said, thought this would make for a great conversation. Grimes and Elon Musk named their baby X. What What is that symbol? The A and the E together, Nick. Uh, I don't. I don't think you know how to say the name. It says X A E and then A twelve. Thoughts on the name? What does that mean? Would you name your child this? No. <laughs> how do you How do you say that? I don't think like the human brain can uh, possibly pronounce it the, the the correct way. I don't even know where to go with this. I someone. <laughs> it, it's a random tweet, but I don't know if Elon Musk. <laughs> Named their kid A twelve. I don't know. I don't know. What right, they, here you I, go. I think I just read gibberish, Nick. I think I, just I have read your. Gibberish. I have your. I have your question now. Your your second grade. This, this doesn't look like second grade. This might be a third grade. You might be getting scammed now. Okay. But uh, what white puffy clouds are known as fair weather clouds? TJ. I I don't remember the name of certain clouds. That was a white, third grade question. I will not. Uh, th this is your second grade science question. I'll give you the multiple choice because okay. this seems kind of hard. Yeah. You got cumulus, cumulonimbus, or stratus. Oh, those sound familiar. So one more time. What white puffy clouds are known as fair weather clouds? I think you it's stratus. I think it's stratus. Uh, you are incorrect. It's cumulus. Ah, it's the other one. It's 50-50 shot. I knew the All middle right. one was bullshit. The other two were actual names that I remember. All right. Get... What is my uh, third grade question? 
Third grade question, Nick. Let's see. Let's so far, see. we're not smarter than second graders. No, we are. We got past first grade, second grade. We're getting held back. <laughs> not great. Uh, let's see, Nick. What is the process by which plants eat and make energy? Uh, photosynthesis. Nice. Congratulations. You're smarter than a third grader. Great job. Nice. Okay. All right. Third grade, you, you somehow drew science again. You weren't good at second grade science, third grade science. Might Joe, be a little easier. Joe Which says, of, uh, I'm surprised Nick has some educational knowledge. Thank you. Okay. I, did, I don't know the branches of government, though. Which of these is a mammal? A seahorse, a sea lion, or a sea urchin? Sea Should lion. Be an easy one. Sea lion. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Boom. See, bada bing, pass, bada boom. Couldn't pass second grade science, but you passed third grade pass science. Pass third grade. That's all you need. Love to see it. Two more grades, Nick. We're going to fourth grade. Okay, fourth grade. Getting a little tougher. Before you go to tougher. It's last year elementary school. I mean, this is right before you go to, to middle school. It's a big year. Big year for you. Really? No, it's sixth, sixth grade's middle school. Oh, for, for us, us, it was For, for us, grade. it was. It was sixth, seventh, eighth. Was, was yeah, well, school. they don't think people in Missouri, you know, I mean, your grade school, obviously, uh, you sit there and you go, all right, well, they, the, the corn they're not as smart they, as the Illinois people, so we got cornfield out the cornfield. Yeah, they try to advance we, you. We're just so smart. We're ready for middle school in fifth grade. Eh, I gotta got to push you back. Got you. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Do I want to be mean? Do I want to give you one? I think you would know. This is pretty. This is this is pretty down the middle. Okay. You should know this. What is the main character in a story called? The protagonist. Nice. Congrats. Nick's on fire. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. Enjoyed your fourth grade. Okay. All right. Your fourth grade question is... Ooh, which one should we give you? I'm not going to screw you on, on social studies. That one looks too... Bonus fourth grade. This is not your question. Since the late 1930s, what calendar date has been designated for the inauguration of the United States president? Would you know that one? What was it? Read it again. Since the late 1930s, what calendar date has been designated for the inauguration of the United States Ooh, president? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to say, isn't it tough. like January? Is, I'm in the right it month, is, right? It is. Yeah, you're in the January right month. January 6th? January 20th. I, have, I never would have guessed the date. So that was the bonus one. What is, okay, so here's your question. In the initials of the federal agency known as NASA, what does the a, the first A stand for? The first A in NASA. Oh, man. Oh, man. Nash, this is going to be bad. Do I get multiple choice or no? You have multiple choice, but I'm not going to give it to you. Because it's pretty national. I, I know national and space. God. I don't even know. I really don't know. So, I'll give you a hint. Okay. The second A is association. So well, national, that doesn't help me. I figured that was... National yes. Blank that, Space Association. American? That was one of the options. I don't know. I really don't know. Aeronautics. Mm, yep. National Aeronautics you know, Space Association. And I have heard that. I have heard that. I'm not smarter than a fourth grader. 
Not smarter than a fourth but grader. But I still which have means... a shot at fifth grade. I still have a shot. Yeah, you at got fifth a grade. shot. You got a shot. Okay. You you can slip through the cracks and still pass fifth grade and get get on to sixth grade. So Nick, this is your final question. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you ready? <sighs> yeah, I'm not getting this one, but <sighs> give it to me. Okay, the mountain range that includes Mount Everest is called what? Go shot in the dark. Himalayas. Nice. Nice. Let's go. Himalayas. All right. Nick is smarter than a fifth grader. M-I-Z. Congratulations. So the only one I lost was second grade. Uh, second grade science, I believe. Wasn't okay. it? Okay. And your fifth grade history question, TJ. Oh, here we is... go. You did that on purpose. Are you not good at history? I'm not great at history, no. This no. one should be good. This one should be good. We'll give you a bonus one in case you... Uh, in case you don't get this one, we'll give you two tries. Okay. Because because I, I win anyways. What revolutionary leader wrote the influential Common Sense in 1766? I knew this answer before it was uh before it was influential given to me, Common Sense in 1966. Yeah. So, so 1966. Blanks Common 1766. Sense. 1766. 1766. This was, Not this 1966. Was, no, 1766. Yeah. What revolutionary leader wrote the influential? More of a wasn't really a book. It was more of a more of a pamphlet. Common sense in 1766. Yeah, I'm gonna need no multiple choice there. All right, I'll we'll give you multiple choice. Okay. John Locke, Abraham Lincoln, John Adams, or Thomas Paine. Seriously? Uh, this should I, be. I don't know this. I'm gonna go John Adams. Uh, no, it's Thomas Paine. I I did not know. I'm not good at, wow. at history. I'm not. All right, we'll give you another astronomy one because you failed NASA. So, oh, yeah. so you got to okay. so you got to retake uh, fourth grade astronomy. But this is a okay. fifth grade astronomy question. What was the name of the first satellite pulled into orbit by the United States? By the United States. Now I remember Sputnik. That was Russia. But that was not us, or the Soviet Union, rather. Oh man. You want options? Yeah. All right. Uh, your options are Titan, Mercury, Apollo, and Explorer. Apollo wasn't a satellite. It's not Mercury. What were the other two? Titan or Explorer? It's Titan. It's Titan. Eh, it's Explorer. <laughs> Is it really? Oh, yes. Fuck. Is there one called Titan? Because I've heard that before. Probably. I have heard Titan. Okay, was, that's probably like the probably, second was, one. Yeah, probably both, the, okay. it's probably the second one. Yeah. All right. Did you know that? Yes. Yes, Tali. You need to bring it back. With, you did, need to bring did you back. know that? Uh, no. Okay. I wouldn't have gotten Explorer. That was tough. Yeah. Nah, Tali if says... I, if, I had, if I had the four options, I would have gotten it. No, I definitely thought it was Titan. I've heard that before. I've heard that wow. before. I'm telling you, wow. I'm not great at history. I know so, like the main things you need to know, but uh, when you go So I depth... passed first, third, fourth, and fifth, and I kind of got second, but I didn't get the didn't get the branches correct. I, I named what they were. I got first, second, and third, and fourth and fifth. Just brutal. Just just couldn't do it. Even with got multiple the, choice. The Himalayas, and what was my fourth grade question? I don't remember what my fourth grade question was. I the forgot. Himalayas was a mountain. In the fourth grade, I don't know. See, I want to write these down so I remember what you did. I, I pulled both those out of my ass, though. Yeah. That was, that was impressive. That was fun, though. We'll do that again. That was actually yeah, that, that, really that was well. good. That was good. Testing our knowledge. Uh, and people can play along on the podcast. They can guess. They can yeah, guess with us. It they can yell at us when we're dumbasses. Uh, yeah, which there'll be there'll be plenty of that with me. I mean, I'm just history. Just I, I remember movie quotes, Nick. I know how to, how grammar and English and literature. You you're know, drawing up. Like you're that. drawing up your uh, you're reading but, your football playbook during history class. You know what the funny thing is though? 
not history. Science is my other one. I just I'm not good at science. It was my highest score on my uh, ACT. Don't you science. love that? Yeah. I, on, the on the ACT, I was I would always just kind of get kind of bored by the end, and I just kept filling random bubbles. I definitely did that, dude. Think about the times you had to do the reading section. You read a story, oh, and then you have to go back, and you forget everything you fucking read, and then you waste no, another ten minutes. Well, one of the times, like I think I got a twenty six or twenty seven on my ACT. I only needed like a twenty four to get into Mizzou, and so I had gotten twenty six or twenty seven, and I took it again because like the first time I got like a 22 without studying then I studied got like 26 or whatever I needed nice and then I took it was just gonna take a third time to see if I could do better than that and that third time I got I got to the reading section and I'm like no I think I did the whole reading section because I didn't mind that and then I got to the science section I'm like this is bullshit I just filled in a bunch of random circles and turned it in left yeah I was like I don't want to do this I, I hate tests I didn't do I hate tests too I got a 23 I only took it once and then I said ah I'm a I'm gonna be a broadcasting major that's good enough that's why that's, that's, I never, took, that's good I never took it again. 23, I, I go to my mom. She got it in the mail, and she goes, what do you think you got? I said, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, what is it? She goes, 23. I go, is that good? She goes, yeah, it's good. I go, okay, so yeah, good. It's, it's good yeah, enough. It's fine. All right. Uh, grandma just texted me. She said, were you cheating on branches of government checking your Google? No, I was not. You got I it wrong. Not, I was not cheating. No, I got it right. I didn't say well, the right branches, correct. though. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got it right. Well, cause, cause I was didn't. saying, I was thinking, I was like, I was like Supreme court president and Congress, but I'm like, that's not the right. But, I knew what the question was answering. I knew that yeah. wasn't the right answer for the question. It's legislative, judicial. And what was the other one? Executive. Yeah, I don't, executive. executive. I, don't, yeah. I don't even remember. And so I like, no, I didn't know the branches. I know that the name, but no, Graham, I was not cheating. <laughs> uh, and then Tali did say during that, I have an, are you smarter than a fifth grader board game? Do I need to bring it back with me? Yeah. That'd, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So we can actually have cards to do with that. Yeah, that I would so. agree. All right, well, no, I guess I'll kick all your asses. Nick, that was a big oh, show today. Very fun would, show. That was a big show. Big that, Friday that's what, show. That, that's what happens when you actually show prep for once. Yeah, yeah. You kind of get flowing a little bit. So we had a little bit of everything, a little bit of sports, a good game. We had Trent coming on, the CEO of Book It Sports. Go check out his app, bookitsports.app. It'll be out uh, just around late August, so should be uh, should be awesome. Nick, any final thoughts for the audience before we sign off? No, have a good, happy, health, safe weekend. If your uh, if your place is opened up by now, social distance, wash your hands, uh, stay home if you're sick, stay home if you need to, all those good things, and hopefully we'll get back to normal soon. Sounds good, guys. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Mother's Day, everybody out there on yes, Sunday. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's and Day, Grandma. Mom happy Mother's and Day, Grandma. Grandma, grandma and Barry, Grandma Yale. You guys, we'll see you on Monday. Bye, Netherlands. Bruise on the balcony. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this edition of Bruise on the Balcony on this Friday. Hope everybody enjoys the weekend and uh, go go give a virtual hug to your mother on Mother's Day on Sunday. Reminder as well, you can always follow us at Bruise BOTB. Go online right now, bruiseonthebalcony.com, and check out our fantastic articles. And if you're interested in writing, if you have some uh, blogging experience, if you have a certain topic you're an expert on, like Zook is with NFL football, We'd love to talk to you about possibly writing for Brews on the Balcony. So please email me if interested, tjweber at weberyalemedia.com, tjweber at weberyalemedia.com. Or if uh, you know, you'd know rather email someone not as cool as me, you can go nyale at weberyalemedia.com, and Nick can also get in touch about that. All right, guys, have a good weekend. See you Monday.